It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. I'm Drew, joined by Mo. Gentlemen. Cow. Bring in the bull. And Danny, back this week. What up? <laughs> there it is. Yeah. What up? I missed you, Danny. Yeah. Where did you? Always. Always. <laughs> Danny, you bring a legitimacy to this whole thing. I mean, you're kind of like the thing that ties us all together. It's like wow. imagine, it's, imagine like a junior it's varsity worse than I thought basketball it team. Yeah, yeah, it's our junior varsity basketball team plus Michael Jordan. That's a bit of a stretch. I gotta be honest. Well, that's you're okay. you're the glue that holds us together. There it is. Speaking <laughs> of the glue that holds things together, have you heard about this community that holds itself together like glue with its awesome members? Is that? Is that cigar noise? It might be cigar noise. <laughs> I've heard of them. <laughs> Go on. That's the it's most be that type of episode. That's the most amazing <laughs> app I have on my cell phone. Yeah, it's a good community. Go jump on cigar noise. This episode is sponsored by Cigar Noise. Hey, you know one thing we haven't talked about that they do on there is uh, a lot of different reviews and links to other podcasts. So it's not just a uh, like a Facebook for cigars. It's got other features on there as well. So you can go there to get all of your podcasts in one. Reviews, links to other things. So, it's so if you somehow listen to this podcast and you don't like it, uh, there are other ones. You there can are. On cigar noise. Well, hey, look, we encourage you to be in the cigar industry. So if it, we're not your... Uh, we're not your podcast. That sucks, but hopefully somebody out there is. Or listen to more than one. That's true. We've gotten a lot of messages about people uh, wrapping up one podcast and finding us and starting to listen to mm-hmm. us. So, yep, really? Sure. Yeah. Uh, Instagram post. I can't remember who posted it the other day. Mo, on. Uh, I have to go back and see and wreck it. I'll I'll bring yeah. it up here in a minute. Go ahead. You know, I have to be honest. I thought that we'd see before somebody actually wanted to sponsor us. I thought the day would come first that we would have to sponsor people to listen to us. (laughs) You know, I mean, we've, we've come along, you know, we made a decision, what, about a year ago to be really consistent with this stuff. And, um, it's paid off, man. And people seem to enjoy what, the overall anyway, Mm -hmm. uh, we're not going to win any quality points or style points, but we're stylish, but we are fun. Damn it. The, uh, damn right. Where'd this guy, crazy Canuck 79? Yeah, good he, dude. He just started listening yeah. last month or so, he said. Mm-hmm. Sweet. We definitely seem to have a Canadian uh, contingent. I mean, it's two people, but... <laughs> <laughs> two people. <laughs> Do those two people know each other? Maybe three. Uh... I don't know. They're both on Cigar Noise. Yeah, I believe they, they know each other one way or another. I so think there we the, go. Like the, Ameri- like the American uh, kind of prejudging Canadians that they all know each other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The problem is half the cigar guys do because there aren't that many cigar guys on the internet from Canada. Mm. I mean, the prices they pay for cigars are crazy. Outrageous. Yep. Yeah. You know, I had this conversation with somebody the other day, and we were talking about how free are we, truly? I mean, if, if we step back and think about how much or how regulated things are, I mean, like, dude, if you go down to Nicaragua in, in or the Dominican or any of these countries where cigars are made, and you see, and you see your average person who if you're speaking from a material perspective, has, I mean, compared to most Americans, absolutely nothing, okay? But they're always smiling. They're always, there's a free, there's just, maybe not Nicaragua so much anymore, 
but there's this like atmosphere of just like being thankful for everything and being free and just like kind of doing your thing. And sometimes I think we lose that here, man. Well, I think that's what the fear is that we don't want to lose that. Especially right. so, you know, <clears throat> we see what's happening in Australia and Canada and Europe and, you know, where the baby fetuses and mouth cancers and stuff and just <clears throat> making it more difficult. Like, this is America, damn it. America. 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 All right. Speaking of America and what you freedom, got? this topic is actually pretty pretty relevant right here. Uh, have you guys seen this news about uh, YouTube and what they've done with cigar channels like in the last couple of days here? No. What have they done? So they made a new rule where they've uh, demonetized tobacco and mm. firearms. So what that means is that if your channel is about those things, you can no longer make ad revenue from YouTube. So that means wow. if you are making money off of your cigar channel, you are not making money off your cigar channel anymore. Wow. Well, then. It'll be interesting to see how many people stick around. Yeah, that sucks for some people. people well, yeah. they just got to get a little more innovative. Like, you just just roll in your own advertising. Like, let's yep. say I have a sponsor. You know, get a, if now you got to get sponsors and just talk about them on your recording. You just won't get the ad revenue. <clears throat> but to be honest, like, how many, how many cigar channels actually do well enough to make, make money at, on there? To make like, That's real good. money, probably like three or four. Yeah. Right. Like maybe cigar obsession a while ago because of sixty something thousand followers, or or what's your tits? The, uh, cigar vixen. <laughs> <laughs> but like you got you got to look at how many followers, how many likes. Like nobody cares about. I don't know. Well, so, so Cigar Obsession said that he made most of his actual, like, revenue, like, most of his money came from his YouTube channel. Is that right? That's what he said in a YouTube video. So Yeah, no, I, I don't even know who was, that is. Kind of, that was kind of his, his name's Brian Glenn. How do you not know who he is? Uh, oh. He's, like, yeah, the first I mean, thing that comes up when you search for cigar stuff on YouTube. Mm-hmm. See, I don't really search cigar stuff on YouTube. He has, a, he yeah. has one video that... He has one video, like his biggest video ever, is like how to, I think it was called like how to smoke a cigar, and it got like a million, has like a million views. And then Something crazy. That really? was like one of his, that was one of his very, very first videos. Is it really? at somebody's house? Playing yeah, with aluminum right. foil? No, it's right <laughs> <in> here. Aluminum <laughs> foil. <laughs> Putting on that really foil bad. hat. Moe's, Moe's, Moe's always got funny sounds going on. He's the, he's the new Dave West. Uh, yeah. Last week, for everybody that was listening, that was that was most static that you enjoyed throughout the podcast. Nice. This uh, week, some people probably prefer that to my actual opinion. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> this week, you can listen to his rain. There it is. It is. You know, I, for our listeners to remember, I used to work in the agricultural industry, and. This year has been, uh, it has ranged to the point where it is going to have a massive effect on the, uh, on farming, at least in the Midwest, and, and really throughout a lot of parts of the country. This was a really weird weather uh, year so far in terms of precipitation. Yeah. Just that. It's going to affect some stuff, for sure. <laughs> All right. With the hard hitting news. There. Hey man, don't say don't say that uh, we're not a diversified podcast. This was crop futures with Mo. Yeah. Oh man, I can get started on that if you want. No, we're good. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's tobacco. Uh, For. Our... Yeah. Cool. Uh, speaking of tobacco, uh, what else we got here? <laughs> we should do a show about it. Hey, that'd be cool. We could call it. The Sultans of Smoke. <laughs> A cigar cast. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, there's this big cigar convention coming up. I'm not sure if you guys have heard about it. Uh, uh, IPCPR, no. I guess. Sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, PCA? Thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, that one. That one. PCA. No, 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 it's not PCA yet. Oh. PCA next year. 
Premium Cigar Association. Is that what that is? Yeah. So yeah. essentially, I guess they're going to be just completely going away with uh, pipes. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Yeah, so for folks who haven't heard, IPCPR is doing something of a rebranding. Uh, it's not 100% clear what's happening yet. This seems to have been somewhat leaked. Um, but they're going to announce something at the show later this week, I guess. Um, so it looks like they're going to get rid of pipes, I guess. So if you're a pipe smoker, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Um, <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, that's a phrase that doesn't get said enough, damn it. <laughs> Thanks for bringing her back. There we go. It's going away again. They're killing it. Um, and then it looks like they're adding potentially a consumer day. Does one of you guys want to talk about this consumer day concept? Actually, I was I was hoping to get Danny's input on that. Uh, <laughs> sure. Uh, that's, that's how I feel about it. Like, listen, I love all my consumers, obviously. Consumers uh, pay my bills. Right. And, you know, sort of. So that said, <laughs> if you read kind of the, like the half article, it talks about, uh, you know, how IPCPR, which totally makes sense, is going to want to either compete and or beat Cigar International uh, uh, Cigar Fest, which is the biggest in the country, at 6,500 uh, guys in two days, right? Or people, smokers in two days. In two, sorry. Don't, don't send me any emails. Anyway, so let's say they did 10,000 consumers. They sold 10,000 tickets to this thing. The IPCPR, that that Sands Expo Center, they can hold it. Not a big deal. That said, let's say it's $300. What do what are these consumers getting for $300? Yeah. Are they getting cigars from us, uh, the manufacturers? Meaning, I have to come free cigars for. 10,000 people, mm. uh, which for Drew State, General, Altidus, that's probably not a big deal uh, for, for, for a company like Romacraft uh, and companies our size and, and or smaller. That is a huge number. Um, and especially since some of these other guys are already doing Cigar Fest uh, and TPE and, you know, whatever, like that, that's a huge. On top of that, there's retailers there, right? So I'm going to give these consumers that are supposed to be buying from these retailers free cigars so that now they're not going to buy these free cigars or is the idea like hey here's a sample your retailer is going to get these and whatever but i don't i don't know how that's gonna kind of play out um the other thing is like let's say you got ten thousand people and one percent of those want to speak want to talk to uh skip martin and mike rosales and james brown and fucking Steve Saka, Nick Malillo, like that's a hundred people, right? Like, so in an entire, these guys are going to be surrounded by a hundred people just to talk to them. Right. And let's say, you know, half of those people are going to want to see Jonathan Drew, right? So that's 5,000 people waiting in line to talk to Jonathan Drew all day. Like, If you've ever seen Jonathan Drew, like do that, like he will sit there all day. And after you feel kind of yeah, bad for him at the end it. of the day, sure will. right? Like there's people that'll wait two hours to talk to this guy. I've seen it. It'll be, it's going to be, we're talking 10,000 people in the, all, all 10,000 are going to want to uh, meet Padron. They're going to want to see Carlito, you know, but the, I can't imagine those guys doing that all day, the first day of the show, and then still getting, still having three or four days of IPCPR to do. Right. So it's just yeah. like, it, it doesn't, it doesn't mesh very well. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. <clears throat> my other, my other, what about like small cigar brands? I don't know, Patina, Sinistro protocol like these these very small brands that probably do a hundred thousand to or less cigars a, a year yep do they have to give free cigars or do they have to be there is anybody going to want to go see them and are they just wasting their entire day there you know it's just like you know but if they're not there who's protecting their booth from getting stolen or broken or you know yeah, that's, that's the part that I think is most interesting. Because, you know, I've only been once, but I saw the, the sort of wild damage that just the retailers did to some of these booths and the theft of cigars. I thought that was pretty crazy. Um, yeah. So, like, they just go take whatever the fuck they want, some of them, right? Most people are not those people. Um, 
But if you put consumers in there instead of retailers, man, like the first day of your show, you're going to get all your stuff kind of messed up for for when you're trying to sell it. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not good. So it's interesting. And IPCPR is saying, you know, hold off until the announcement, you know, make your judgments later and all that stuff. So, well, of course. But what they but haven't said is that's not That's true. not what we're doing. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, who the hell is not going to think about it? You know, it's like, hey, don't think right. of a don't think of a pink elephant. Right. Like, right. Like, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you've got costs, too. Right. It's not free to send your staff down there to have them not work for a day. Right. That's just not well, no, that's... the cost of the cigars. It's, it's, it's expensive. Well, the thing is, is you have to have your you have to have your staff there. Right. Because. Right. There's going to be so many people that they're they're going to have questions. You know, there's going to be guys that are going to want to meet everybody, or mm-hmm. um, you know, of course, of course, all all of my fans from the Salt and the Smoke podcast are going to say what's up. So, <laughs> you know, like three you get, people. Yeah, but the thing is, again, it's the first day of the show. Like, you have to have your employees there, right? So, right. Uh, it, I mean, that's just kind of it, like. I don't see a good scenario with it unless it's just like, hey, come spend three hundred bucks and you know just come hang out, and you know you don't get any free cigars, you don't get anything, you just get to walk around. Well, then what? Who the fuck's gonna buy that? Yeah. Well, hold on, they're gonna right. they're gonna write that the Danny Vasquez is there though. No, I like who, exactly who the hell's gonna want that? <laughs> Fair enough. Those people that that don't wanna. I don't want to wait in that long to meet, you know, Jonathan Drew. Come holler at your boy. <laughs> no, yeah. I couldn't understand what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I never really no, thought of... No, was that... You're oh, breaking up. Sorry. It's really bad weather here. Sorry. Yeah, we hear it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> trying to try stay again. on mute. Sorry. You're good. No, I was just... I was just saying for, for those that don't want to wait in the uh, Jonathan Drew line, you know, there probably won't be one at Patina. So, uh, <laughs> there you go. Come, <laughs> come holler at your boy. Oh, man. But no, Dan, those are really, really good points. And I think that a lot of people don't think about those things. You know, it's kind of like with professional sports. At the end of the day, as much as we like to root for teams or think teams, are, you know, oh, why doesn't he stay? He's not loyal to his team. It's a business. It's a business. Mm-hmm. And uh, people sometimes, I think, forget that, uh, you know, these guys are running their businesses. This is their livelihood. And so there are costs associated with a lot of the things that uh, people do. Yeah, the thing yeah. that I'm going to be watching is, are they basically just taking money from manufacturers and putting it in the hands of IPCPR through this, like, sale to consumers? Do you know what I mean? Because I feel like yeah. it's going to be mostly bad for the manufacturers in the end. Uh, yeah, I can't see how it would be good for us. I mean... Maybe there's a giant other... discount for, for booths or something? Yeah. Maybe they make their yeah. money that way instead? I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of, man. I got nothing else. I, I, well, I, I, sorry, go ahead. I mean, the only, the only thing IPCPR kind of sets is the price of the booth space, right? But your, your yeah. unions and 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 the the the, con- the companies that set up the booths those are the real expensive costs right no, i mean fair. i think that's fair you know skip posted they're they're charging us $5800 to just put the flags up above our booth that last year cost like $2800 right? the year before that God. was like the yeah the year before that was like $1500 so that's a racket 100% hmm Okay. I, uh, you know, I will say this, that, and, and Danny, when you, when you did the voyage, and even Roma to a lesser extent, but, you know, for, for brands like Katina or Protocol or whatever, to be able to connect with consumers, a lot of times is how our brands initially get into shops. And so from that perspective, um, it, it, it's a good opportunity. But if you're a bigger, more established brand where you're going to be dealing with lines of people, I could see it being really, really tough and very um, consuming. Yeah, but you, that doesn't it, it doesn't it doesn't work that way because let's say let's say a hundred people like come up to your booth mm-hmm. and you got to give away 
you know, what are you going to talk about patina and not give them a cigar? Like you're not, right. that's not going to, it's not going to translate. Right. So it's right. So that's kind of thing, you know, and that's, that's a yeah. good, you know, so let's say, you know, just the throw number, your land cost is whatever, what it is times a hundred, you know, that yeah. just piled up on top. Not, not to mention the, 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 uh, samples you're going to give away to shops that that come by yes. potentially, right? And the yep. cigars you're going to smoke, right? The ones right. I want to come by and get, right? right. So there's it, it. It doesn't. It in no way will it benefit you just to get in front of people's face, right? And trust me, right. I, I work for a company that I mean, our mascot is a weasel, right? It's like these guys. <laughs> they don't. They like you, but they don't. They don't want to just have a conversation. You know sure. what I mean? Like yeah. as much as we talk, like like we were mentioning about Jonathan Drew, everyone Ooh. loves to go to Jonathan Drew. But what does Jonathan Drew have on him? Liga A's, manifestos, you have yeah, he's giving it fours. out, right? So like, you know, Jonathan Drew is a great guy, but I know a lot of those people. Like if he didn't have a cigar there at the end for him, they'd be like, what the fuck? Like we didn't get a cigar. What happened? You know, yeah. like it would it would just kind of like, man, I was really hoping to get something, and it's just so. Um, it, yeah, I don't think it would necessarily translate into um, into business. Um, sure. Just having people in front of you. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Um, so switching gears a little bit on IPCPR. Uh, so during the day it's a trade show, and during the night, my understanding is that people just go hang out at parties and go to bars and stuff. Is that an accurate portrayal of what goes on at IPCPR at night? Uh, Mo, your Ah, <laughs> uh, man, I'm the, you know, I, <laughs> I had the wrong person to ask that question. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, yeah. So, you know, it's an opportunity for, you know, like myself. So Roma in the past years would have a party every night after the first three nights. Um, this year it's just one night on Sunday. So Saturday, Sunday night, Monday night, I will, I'll have client dinners. So you know, taking some of my retailers out to dinner to different spots. Um, you know, that lasts obviously a couple hours. And then after that, if you're smart, you go um, and rest. Um, if you, if you kind of like, honestly, I'll, I'll admit it a little bit. Like I have the, the fear of missing out sometimes. Right. So like sure. you just, you end up, you end up at round bar, you end up at circle bar. Um, and it's just everyone kind of in the industry, just sitting around smoking, talking shit and, um, I mean, everyone's there until 2 a.m., 3 a.m., um, and then it's crazy, but they just kind of do it again the next day. Um, so, yeah, for the most part, you know, if, you, you know, if you're looking to hang out, and, they, you know, you could always text one person, and you'll find out kind of where, like where everybody's at. Like, hey, where's everybody, you know, and then you, you go hang out. Obviously, the Palazzo, the Venetian, those are big hangout areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there was a lot of guys at the Wynn last year, um, but... And then, I, like, Cigar Dojo is having a party also, right? So wherever wherever that's going to be, I think it's, it's going to be at the D. Um, that's, you know, where where everybody goes, you know, for a little while. And then they just all kind of move around. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, a, it's just a huge networking opportunity. I mean, that's it, right? So, like, right. If, you're a, if you're a shop in, I don't know, Kansas, right, and you, you don't always get the opportunity to meet, you know, sit with Steve Saka or sit with – you know, this person or that person, but you find out that they're going to be at the bar, you know, that's, that's an opportunity for you. Or me, if I don't always, like, I don't travel, you know, I'm not a road warrior. Um, you know, one of my clients is at the bar, like, Hey, it's an opportunity for me to sit down, buy me a drink, connect a little deeper. It's just all network, network, network. And a lot of people don't want to miss the opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. And even outside the networking, like there's probably a bunch of people who are friends that you probably don't see as often. Wow, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, Mo, in the uh, in cool. the uh, industry you were in before, well, either of them, did you ever go to like any like conferences similar to like this? Uh, no, not like this. I mean, we had like trainings, you know, where, and I think most people in corporate structures uh, probably do that, you know, where you have like uh, whatever you know, where your company will pay for you to, to go down and attend trainings and, and things like that, but that'd be the closest thing. I gotcha. Did, did you get rowdy until 2 a.m.? 
He doesn't do it now. I'm sorry. <laughs> what, what did I say? I was asking, did you, get, did you get rowdy until 2 a.m. back then? No. I uh, No, definitely not. I mean, I don't know how people do that. I don't know how they could sit in these, like, well, in that case, it was like sitting in courses all day and then stay out till 2 in the morning, get up and be in there by 8 o'clock or, you know, I just don't know, man. I mean, that stuff used to just drain me because it was so fucking boring. Yes. I was just wondering if if this is the same across the board for, like, any profession, this kind of uh, conference training. It's it's that's that's what it is. I mean, I've been to a couple in the gas industry, and that's what it is. I mean... There's trainings and stuff all day or little seminars or whatever. And then after, like, training's over at, like, 5, you're whining and dining customer, and then everybody's hanging out at the bar till 2 (laughs) a.m. And then getting up at 8 to do it again. Yeah, so before I was in the cigar industry, I was... He's breaking out. Just talk over Mo. We can't hear him. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. We heard so, that. Um, before I was in the cigar industry, I was in the automotive industry. I was the IT director for this automotive group in uh, in Maryland. And, you know, there was the what's called the NADA, the National Auto Dealer Association. Uh, and it was essentially the IPCPR for automotive products, right? And uh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, like, you know, we get invited by, let's say, like, I don't know, Capital One, right? Because they're a huge auto finance um uh, lender, <clears throat> so they invite you to these parties, and it's the same thing: drinking, food, mm-hmm. cigars. You know, um, so yeah. I mean, it, it, every industry, it, and what that is is marketing companies, right? Like marketing company just kind of creates this cookie cutter thing, and they're like, "Yeah, this is kind of how you do it. You throw parties here, you after party there, you do this," and everybody's like, "All right, I like it, we'll do it." So that's kind of why it's all the same shit. Mm-hmm. But I've seen people. I've seen people get fired at these things. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. From, from their behavior, I mean, it's it's just like you know, for like especially like for these guys or, or people that uh, you know maybe lead uh, lives where they're hamstrung at home for one reason or another, and they and they get like a few days out and and they just can't contain themselves. It's just uh, it's a really weird That's dynamic, so really. I had that same thought. I mean, seeing, seeing some guys that are like already in Vegas and it's just like party yeah. drinking, going nuts. It's like, dude, do you, do you never get out of the house? Like, <laughs> calm, like calm down. Like what? Like, I just never understood that. It's like, Oh man, I'm not, you know, I'm in Vegas. You have to go nuts. Like, no, bro. I would love to go see, you know, Penn and Teller and eat a ridiculously amazing dinner. Like just because yeah. you can get shit faced anywhere. That doesn't mean you have to do it. I don't know. It's just, I, it's never been kind of my thing. But, but you know, there's a lot of people that, you know, they, they, they just buy into cliches, man. Like they think like, if I'm doing X, then I have to do Y because that's the socially accepted, you know, way to do it. Right. Yeah. And that's just, uh, you know, standard follower behavior. Damn. What's next, Cal? That's true. Uh, so I don't know if Mo is going to break up, but he wanted to talk a little bit about very <laughs> authentic people on Instagram. Uh, these, uh, these fake Instagram accounts just have to stop. <laughs> I mean, these, these like bullshit comments they leave on posts and stuff like that. Like just, just stop. Like the little sunglasses and the blowing smoke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the thumbs up. Every single post. Yeah. Well, I was invited to join the Illuminati on Instagram through my oh, yeah. uh, like yeah, Instagram. Yeah, yeah. So nice. So fuck you guys. Did you did yeah, you I join started, or can you not tell us? Like I started going back and forth with the guy. No, no, That's I'm, good. I'll tell you, I'm I'm in the I'm in the group, so fuck him. No, so <laughs> uh, I start going back and forth with this guy and, and I'm like, he's like, Would you like Know, would they like to be rich and famous and join the Illuminati or this and that? I'm like, first of all, I'm already famous. But, right. You know, so then I, uh, I'm like, oh, I, I remember saying, I was like, oh my God, yes, please just hook it up. You know, and he's like, he's like, uh, just kept going. I'm like, yeah, man, like, let's do this. Like, I can't wait. And they're like, well, all you have to do is download WhatsApp. I'm like, what? And like, like when we'll connect you there and 
uh, give us your bank account information and we'll we'll send you some money. I'm like, all right, cool. So <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm about to take over the world. Apparently, nice. right. apparently, they're, that's how strong you know Instagram is. The Illuminati is using them. I mean, think about it. If if they even get like 25, 30 people to fall for that, I mean, right. depending on their bank account size, it's lucrative. Yeah. Yeah. For hey, man, sure. I, I like to turn it around on those guys, right? Where they'll start talking to you, and you'll just be like, "Yeah, yeah." You just be like, "Oh, so what's your mother's maiden name? What's the street you grew up on? Uh, what's what's the last four digits of your social security number? Let's keep going here. This is your application for me to join the Illuminati." Uh, right. They they stop pretty quick. Especially the broken English, I love. I mean, they're too busy taking over the world to fuck with that shit. All right. Yeah, I guess. I'm such an asshole for judging well, them. You're gonna, you're gonna be speaking in that broken English when you remember. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mo, was there anything specific you wanted to dive into with that, or did you just want to rant for a second? No, I just wanted to rant for a second. And there, you know what? There's, there's that group of people that. Uh, what is that? Somebody making coffee? Somebody's, somebody's making some coffee. Good. Well, little Keurig action. Um, but I guess there, there's this one set of people on Instagram that continually just, I don't know, man. I, I, mean, I don't want to call them out, but... Uh, call them out. Fuck it. No. It's ridiculous. Wait, hold not, on. Are you, are you right now, are you afraid... Of offending Instagram bots. Is that where we're at right now? Well, well, but see, Mo, my too fucking nice. <laughs> but look, I get that a lot. <laughs> These are not not actual people. But but here, here's my. But hold on a second. But here's my thing: is how were they employed, or how do they use the name of this cigar company in their in their bios and their? It's weird. Like, how does that even happen? Why would you do that? Oh, so you're you're talking about there's if I'm if I'm getting this right, there's a specific cigar company that you'll see pictures where it's like a, a plausible sounding name, but with nothing right. but the same pictures of that of that brand cigars. What the fuck yeah. is happening right here? Um, and there's like, <laughs> yeah, right, like <laughs> you taking you moonlighting at Starbucks, Cal? No, that's not even me, dude. Oh. Nuclear war or something. Just went to war with Iran, I guess. Um, That's a weird sound for a nuclear war, but that would be weird. Yeah. Coffee yeah, machine. Yeah. It's far away. Um, sure. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is it? Uh, All right. Anyway, so it's one specific brand, and they have like fifty accounts, right? Yep. That's not. It's not that they're fake at that point. It's it's one person like making it look like they're real accounts. That's. So you will offend one person and one brand. Yeah, but why would they do that? Because it looks like they're really popular. Because they no, have like but any, a ton of posts. But anybody that anybody with half a brain can see is bullshit. I mean, well, there's a lot marketing. of people that yeah that don't know that. Yes. That's why they had to come out with the verified check next mm-hmm. to Instagram and and Twitter accounts, right? Because. Like people couldn't tell the real rock account from the fake rock account. You know, right. the fake rock account is posting pictures from like, you know, with from movies, not like actual pictures of shit he's doing. Right. Do you guys not like have parents and grandparents that are on social media? No, I don't. Yeah. My they get fooled by fucking everything, right? Just that's the way it is. Yeah, that's sad. My parents will randomly tag themselves in a picture from like six years ago <laughs> that they're not even, that they're not even in. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They have no idea what the fuck they're doing. It's so funny. But that's a lot of people. There's so many people that just have no concept at all. Yeah. And well, it's hard to hold in their case. They're right? super old. Right. Yeah. But they'll probably also buy stuff if you can sell it to them. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyway. But yeah, that brand is shady as hell on Instagram. Yep. 
What's the name again? So I don't follow. <laughs> it is not Romacraft. Romacraft no. seems legit. Not the craft. We just pay for better bots. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I sent those guys a message actually a while back, just being like, "Look, could you at least make it look like you're not doing this? Like, be good at your job." Yeah. I did not get a response. That's surprising. Well, that's smart that they didn't respond. Yeah, no, they never even looked at it. No, no. So, cool. Um, so here's a, an interesting new cigar. Uh, Drew, I'm, I'm curious on your thoughts on this one first. What you got? So, JSK, they released the CBD cigar. Remember that one, the Nugs? Yes. So, so now they're coming out. I just saw this today with a THC-infused cigar that they're releasing in Colorado. Nice. Is that something that you would try, assuming it were legal? So it's just it's just it's just going to make you high from smoking a cigar. I don't know if it'll make you high. I don't I don't know enough about. THC. I smoked the I smoked the 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 nug this past on Saturday. The CBD one. The so good, so but... THC THC makes you gets you high, right? Yeah, yeah, that's should. why they're releasing okay. in Colorado. So, you're asking if I'd try it? I, yeah, I don't even want to that. try the CBD one. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Danny, did you did get it, it for taste, free? Did it taste any different? Yeah, the re- on the retro, you definitely could taste, um, like, you know, some CBD, uh, well, actually, I don't know if you guys know. So some CBD tastes um, a lot like marijuana. Like it tastes like... Um, like pot smells. Real earthy, real, like, you, yeah, um, you can you can definitely taste that in some CBDs. And this one on the retro, I didn't really get it when I was smoking, but definitely on the retro, I was like, oh, there it is. Um, now, I had, a, I had an early day and a late night that day, but I slept super well. Um, <laughs> I will, I will typically, you know, like I will typically toss and turn, you know, at the beginning, but man, I fell right to sleep. So I don't, you know, I'm not going to say it didn't have an effect. I mean, I, I, I really think it may have. So here's the thing in, at this place where I was at, it was like 13 something for this cigar, right? Mm-hmm. But even if it sort of works or, and it was, I was having this discussion with people at, at, at Secreto where I was at on Saturday, the event there. Um, he's pretty much the first to market with, with this, right? Right. So mm-hmm. if you're a real toe shop that, that all you keep hearing is CBD, 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 and you know it's the next best big thing and, and you want to get ahead of the curve, I think he's really going to sell out instantly. And, mm-hmm. and although Risty doesn't listen, I wouldn't make any other cigar for the rest of the year. Um, at the factory and, and the thought is everyone, no one knows how it's going to go, but they would rather, I know for a fact that they would rather fail on having the cigar than fail and not having the cigar. Right. So yeah, I think he would totally, he's totally going to sell it, even though he can't sell it there, even though supposedly he's not even going to be able to have, have it, which the funniest part is is that the more they keep saying he's not allowed to have it there, I think the more people are going to want it. You yes. know, it's kind of like like Jordan's first pair of sneakers that he came out with, the Jordan 1s. He, was, he wasn't even allowed to wear them, uh, like the first colorway. Uh, those, were the, those, those were the ones, like, they sold out everywhere across the country because yeah. he had that kind of publicity. And I think that that's what this is. I mean, every article is picking up. I mean, fuck, we're talking about it, right? So... Half Wheels talking about it, Coop's talking about it, Dojo's talking like everyone's talking about how they don't want this there, they don't want this there. Everyone's gonna want to know about it. Everyone's gonna ask questions about it. Um, yeah, and well, it's, I, I it's just think free it's, advertising, right? Because yeah, one hundred percent. Because it's like, hey, if, the, here's if, this. So you can't have CBD, and everybody's like, "Where's the CBD?" And they say, "It's in this one cigar." Okay, yeah, now I know all the way over there, but but they know it's so bad at you know that's how I would say it. they know it's so awesome that you know they don't they can't they only want me to have it here, right? So it's like. Um, now that I believe it will translate into sale sales to the retailer. Uh-huh. I don't know how it's going to translate sales to the consumer because I mean, look at kind of the way like drew thought about it, right? It's like, I, you know, I'm not really interested in trying it because some people are like the, the jury's still kind of out on CBD and, 
you know, it isn't, it isn't still, it still isn't like super acceptable everywhere. Right. So I think, I think for on a millennial play, um, if those, if those kids start hearing about it, um, that could be good and or bad, right. Depending on what's uh, the age, you know, age restriction thing you're on. Um, but I, I, you know, now I think the biggest problem in the future is going to be, you know, general that owns 30% of, of, um, jewel is going to be watching this. Right. And if it blows up, I can guarantee you they're going to have an, a cigar just like it soon. Oh yeah. Um, and, you know, and be able to do it a lot cheaper than 13 bucks. Right. 12, 13 bucks, whatever yeah. it is. Um, but fuck man, t- talk about I mean, it's, it's kind of history making, right? It's like, dude, no, I was like, man, who was the first guy to do? Who the fuck thought of this? You know, you know, you know that I had, uh, oh, that was what the... two years ago. I had guys come up to me that were getting into that stuff and asking me if I could, if, if I was able to make a cigar with like CBD infusion. And I, mm-hmm. I just said, you know, that's, I said, I wouldn't even know how to go about that. And, <laughs> and, and the clicking? truth is, who's, who's the truth clicking? is not only did I, I just, I, that wasn't really a direction that I, you know, that just wasn't my thing. Now that's not to say I'm not judging anybody or, or anything like that. I mean, you do what you do, what you feel is best for your business. And he, I'm with Danny. I think that this is the best thing that could have happened to him from a, a notoriety perspective Market. anyway, marketing. Yeah. Um, yeah. or awareness, I guess, but you know, there, there are certain places that, uh, no, that's just a market that I just never felt comfortable dabbling in. But that's just me. And he might, this might end up being his million dollar idea. You know, this might really elevate his brand. You know? Yeah. So it's good because, you know, he's a cool dude. So for sure. Well, God bless. There you go. Yeah. So I looked up this this THC content thing. It looks like their new THC cigar is going to have about 20 milligrams of THC, which, <laughs> according to websites, is about the right amount to get you high if you're a beginner. So that's interesting. Who's making that? JSK. Oh, he's Colorado. making Colorado. The THC one, too. Interesting. Hmm. I'll tell you what, you're going to get a lot of attention from... Uh, from .gov <laughs> For sure. at some point. Yeah. yeah. Well, the I think the biggest attention getting thing is going to be, hey, um, there's no way this was on the market before August 2016. So, you know, the FDA will also, you know, have, have the ability to be aware of it if they actually will I yeah, I don't I don't know kind of how that department's run or anything but um, <clears throat> I don't know there's that yeah yeah it's, it's gonna bring some attention it's yeah I remember when he, they first had mentioned it on, on, in an article and somebody had commented the last thing we need is more attention from the FDA and that's yeah. what they, that's what somebody had commented, but you know, we'll see if that happens. I guess someone's gonna want their cut at some point. So for sure, yep. <laughs> just we switch agency. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm sure that's decided by a really high level game of uh, rock paper scissors. Probably is, dude. <laughs> So speaking of the the cigar that's coming out, there have been like a thousand announcements of new cigars in the last like two weeks. Are you guys as annoyed as I am by the giant pile of cigars that are being announced and how much I'm not interested in most of them? Not or am I no. Kind of a dick. I don't. Well, that goes without saying, depending yeah. no matter the topic. But um, I don't care. Like, like it doesn't bother me. Just. I don't know. It's that time of the year, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I know for me, uh, you know, Epernay 10th Anniversary and the Baca are the two that I really am looking forward to trying. You know? But that's... Yeah. 
I mean, they, uh, who makes, who's making Baca? Uh, oh, get, guys, get the bells ready. Roma <laughs> Ding, ding, ding. Um, yeah. Well, hey, Danny, actually, what I wanted to ask you was, what are your thoughts on last week we discussed the lawsuit of um, Oscar versus uh, Gran Habano for the leaf, the leaf wrap, I guess, Cal? Is that the way to... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on that? Uh, we discussed... Oh, <clears throat> yeah, because I was supposed to listen to the show last week, right? Um, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, that's tough. Like This is like when you I get don't... caught not doing the homework. <laughs> yeah, like... Oh, dude, but I was the greatest bullshitter ever. So here, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you an answer. Like if you, you're gonna think I <laughs> know everything, right? Oh, my, my dog ate well, my podcast. Yeah, <laughs> it's just uh, yeah. I don't have any minutes left on my phone, so I can't listen to the podcast. Right. Um, no, I mean, I you know that's not necessarily. I don't know. Is it patented or trademarked or registered or? You know, well, that's what we're, it, it, that's what we were trying to figure out. We don't yeah, know. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if you can. I mean, I know what's funny is I know that like, for instance, let me give you an example. Um, uh, what is these guys? So Jonathan Drew of Drew Estates um, actually owned the patent for uh, cigar boxes with hinges, right? But he never used it, but he owned the patent. He sells to, they sell to Swisher. Swisher now owns that patent. Uh Um, Southern Draw Cigars boxes have hinges. They come out, they talk a little bit about the cigar, they display the name of the thing. Um, They, last year at the trade show, got a cease and desist from Swisher and gave them 18 months to redo their packaging because they own the patent on hinges. Come on. Um, like all hinges? Because yeah. I'm, I'm looking at a bunch of boxes that got hinges in my humidor. Yeah, so... Yeah, if, if it is a box with a hinge... Um, like hinges like... Um, like on Liga Pravada boxes? Yeah, not, not necessarily like... Like it's like a the, style the, of it? Right. So you. like that would wheel forward, not not just like a regular kind of hinge that opened a, a box, but <clears throat> maybe a hinge of something going forward. I, I forget exactly, but um, I don't know if this kind of falls in the same thing, right? I mean, it's almost like, like, hey, we use cellophane and they use cellophane, right? <laughs> like, right? Because the leaf, the leaf is there to look, you know, a certain way, but it, it protect, but I don't, know if you, i don't know if you can patent that or you know the first I, i'm assuming their argument is going to be first use yeah but were you registering to try to get that patented or i don't know good luck though but yeah. um it's a dick move by by Graham. i mean like you know how many people told um island gym like that's no that's never gonna sell it's like it's a terrible idea and then it murders it no, oh, kills it. Right, it's like it's, yeah. impo- it's almost impossible to go to a store without it. Yep, yep. And it's sure like is. you can't say, "Well, I'm going to do that," because I right, come on, like everybody, like we know, you know, it's a dick move to copy it. In, in my kind of, in my opinion, so um, I don't know what the lawsuit's going to do. You know, I, I, I don't know. But I guess that's Jim Robinson, right? He owns that brand. Yeah. Yeah, let's see how that plays out. Yeah. Cool. Dick move, though. Dick move. Dick move. There's a lot of things that are dick moves that are not illegal, though. Exactly. Right. Sure. Exactly. It's like, I mean, unfortunately, you know, you can't receive punitive damages for this guy being some kind of shitty but it's not illegal he was within his rights he can do it but hey you know yeah we'll see I know. now the problem is if you know if if, if Jim Robinson 
or the Levi Oscar guys turn around and start talking shit about <clears throat> these people, now they can sue for right. <laughs> defamation. Or whatever. Yeah. Right. You really, you're almost screwed. You really can't do much about it, but no uh, way to hopefully win, maybe the market or the industry, right? Maybe the, the guy's like, you know what? I'm not going to buy your cigar because that's a dick move. That won't happen, but. No, it won't. Because there's a lot of dick moves that happen that almost nobody knows about. That is true. Because, like, I know about some, and I don't know about half of the things that happen at all. So, (laughs) yeah. You mean, like, the uh, Dominican Covibas versus Cuban Covibas? Wait, what? There's a difference? (laughs) (laughs) Not really. (laughs) Dang. Um. Drew, what you got for deep thoughts for us tonight? I got nothing. What? I got the ending. Like an hour to think about it. Ending to the podcast. I took my pants, took my pants off waiting on waiting on deep deep thoughts. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about let's <laughs> talk about why uh, let's talk about why Danny has his pants off. Because my wife is in Florida with all the kids, so I've been home alone for about a week. So, <laughs> <boxes it> <laughs> Sight for sore eyes. Yeah, or a site to give sore eyes. <laughs> <laughs> sore thighs. Sore thighs. <laughs> well. Oh, hold on, hold on. You can't, you can't not have some deep thought. That's all I got. <laughs> we're over time today, Cal. We're gonna have to, uh, we're gonna have to wrap this up. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you have one job, man. I have two. That's true. Somebody has to record this. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you got three. You have to find another, um, another, maybe something else to record on. I'm gonna delegate. So you got a, you got a week. Damn. Damn. We'll get uh, yeah. we'll get Dave on next week. <laughs> <laughs> next week we should have some, you know, hopefully stories from. The show and what we saw and all and that. Who, who Mo said gives the best reach rounds this year? Mm-hmm. It's got to be t- Ted and Dom. has got to be one and two in the running. Well, from what I hear, I'm in line to get a nice one. Oh, yeah. Two-hander. <laughs> You'll need both hands. Thank you for listening to the Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. Be sure to check us out on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, email us either about the podcast or about our cigar line at the salt and smoke at gmail.com. Also, uh, if you want any salt and smoke gear, please get onto our website and to our online store. We have shirts and hats. If you're looking for anything else, please let us know and we'll get it up there for you. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, talk to you again next week. <laughs>